How are the kids? He's fucking stupid. This is dumb. Warning, we are about to spoil the entirety of Jacob's Ladder. If you haven't seen the movie and plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen the movie or just don't care, then please stick around. I also forgot to take notes again. It's fine, dude. Jesus. Just, we just watched the movie. I think we'll be fine. Uh, this well, isn't like Enemy where we watched it, waited two hours, and then recorded it. What was the main character's name? Paul. <laughs> that was a good voice crack. <laughs> God damn Paul. it. Hello, everybody, and <laughs> welcome to Cinema Roulette. This is going to be a fun episode today. Um... <laughs> So yeah, today um, is a movie that I've seen before, Justin hasn't, and it's on, uh, which which category was this again? Like, world ending, what do we call it? Um, Otherworld, I think it was. Otherworldly or something like yeah. that. Yeah, where like reality breaks around you and shit like that. It was that. just a reason to put Flatliners on the list in Pretty category. Much, yes, in that category. Um, well, what do you mean? We, we reviewed that as the second episode, remember? <laughs> yeah, episode, <laughs> fucking hell, it was like 50-something. Yeah. No, it was 46. 40, 46, that's it. Yeah, because we ended at 45. Yeah. That was season one, in case you're wondering. Yes. Yeah, that's our seasons. Whenever we finish a wheel, that's a season. So, But we're doing two wheels at once. So does season two end when we finish this wheel or the other wheel? I'd say this wheel. Okay. Yeah. I was going to do that anyway. I didn't yeah. care about your input. Right. Well, what else is new? <laughs> uh, so yeah, today we are reviewing the 1990 psychological horror movie, Jacob's Ladder. Still the 4th of July, too. Yes, it is. That's right. Dude, yeah. multiple episodes in a day, ladies and gentlemen. Even though we're in August at this point. Yeah, well, when when they're hearing this, it's August. But yeah, just as a... Or so, maybe you're more in the future. Yeah. Maybe you're just hearing us now in, like, 2022, if the Earth is still around by then. <laughs> if we're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um... <clears throat> I still really like this movie, but upon second viewing, it has a couple problems, so. I'm going to piss people off. No, I mean, hey, what we're here for, we're here to give our opinions on movies. So uh, First, we should do a synopsis. Yes. Cameron, do a synopsis. You want me to do a synopsis? Okay. So, Jacob Singer is a Vietnam veteran, um, and it, it starts out showing. A veterinarian? Shut the fuck up, Justin. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, it's, it opens in Vietnam and like shit goes crazy and it. it, 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 it. Right, so let's try this again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this starts out in Vietnam where we're introduced to Jacob Singer and the rest of his uh, unit in the army. Platoon. His platoon, if you will. Um, yeah, it's like that one movie. Platoon. Platoon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, fucking, um, so he's there and a couple people are smoking weed, but then the Viet Cong attack and shit goes crazy. Cut to present day when uh, he's on a subway station on his way home and then just, he's just going throughout the city on his way home and just weird stuff basically throughout the whole movie just starts happening all around him. This weird, crazy, freaky shit. Um, he's living with his uh, wife, uh, whose name we didn't write down, did we? 
No, that's not his wife. He's just da- it's oh, his girlfriend. Yeah. He left his wife Sarah. He left his wife. Yeah, because well, they, they got divorced. Yeah, because it's his. He's living with his current girlfriend. Um, in, in a nice little who, cozy who apartment. Totally has a name. Oh yeah, she does have a name. I'm sure they meant. They actually don't really mention all that much, do they? I think they said it a good couple of times, right. actually. Well, they we're just idiots then. I will um, pull it up because I forgot to take notes again. Yeah. My notebook's all the way across the house. It's very hard to get. <laughs> oh, man. You have to, like, go down the hallway. Jez. Jezzy. Jezzy. Because that's right. Because he said, oh, yeah, Jezebel. No one calls me that. Okay, Jezzy. But... That was fireworks. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can record this episode, actually. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to, because Ginger's going to be uh, an idiot the entire time. I'll keep that part. We'll just stop and, yeah. <laughs> stop and finish this later. Stop and finish this later. Stop. And finish this later. stop. And we're back. So it's been almost a day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm um, close. This is probably the longest between recording we've ever taken a break for. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's not the longest we've waited to record an episode. That probably goes to an episode of Hannibal. But it's the longest, like, we start recording, then we stop, and then come back. Well, the only other time we did that was Fight Club because we fucked up. We did that for Fight Club. We did that for Investigator Alice because it fucked up technology-wise. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> We never purposely took a break. It was always no, tech issues. Yeah, it's it's fucking tech issues. But yeah, and this it uh, blah, 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 in this in, blah, blah, blah. hold on. Are you good to words? I should be good to words. In this instance, it was fireworks issues. Yeah, the, uh, someone across the street from me was saying off like fucking high grade fireworks, which oh. are illegal in Illinois, but <laughs> no one cares. Everyone just kind of fucking does it. So, and he was firing those things off till. About 11 at night, which then we didn't want to record. Yeah, that's 100% fair, but okay, back to the oh, plot synopsis. Plot synopsis! <sighs> Good morning, we have pancakes. Oh, yeah, we did. It's afternoon now, because it's afternoon. Uh, no, you're still on Ohio time on that Damn computer. Damn it! I am! Dumbass. <laughs> I don't know, I always counted 11 o'clock as afternoon, I don't know why. D- but Cameron, when's noon? I know, but it's just, it's, that's when the afternoon starts to hit. No, that's not how time works. <laughs> I, I know it's technically super late morning. That's technically pre-noon. Pre-noon. <laughs> oh, God. Um, pre-noon. Pre-noon? Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, Jacob's Ladder. Trying to focus here. Because <clears throat> I talked about the opening, Vietnam War, weird shit happens, and he goes to his apartment with his uh, girlfriend, um... What, what jazz jazz with his girlfriend jazz and um yeah they're pretty happy together but um she has uh throughout the film she kind of has odd mood swings if you, like especially even considering he has psd she's just like you're such an asshole fuck you basically you mean ptsd ptsd uh, what i say psd is that what i said mm-hmm. post-stress disorder post-stress disorder <laughs> oh man i was so stressed before <laughs> um <clears throat> Where do I even go with this? Because it just kind of goes from one event to the next. I think the quick there is a pretty quick way to summarize it. If yeah. We just want to get right into the film. Yeah. What's what's the quickest way to summarize? Quickest way would be he deals with the weird like weird shit keeps going on around him and people even 
some people even try and actively kill him. Well, mm-hmm. they're not people. They're monsters. They're monsters of some sort, yeah. But uh, one of his platoon actually contacts him and says he's having a lot of the same things happen. Mm-hmm. And he tries to go off with his friend and talk, but his friend blows up with a car bomb. At the funeral, he talks to his other war buddies, and all of them except Paul also have... The demons. Yeah, these weird things. It's they demon. try... <laughs> demons, Jim. <laughs> they try to get a court case. It don't... Uh, but everyone drops out because they're threatened by something. We never find it. Well, we kind it's of the find the government. It. The government. Uh, the government does kidnap Jacob, beats the shit out of him, and then... Th- uh, but, but then he beats the shit out of them back and escapes the car. <laughs> yeah, he escapes, is thrown in the hospital for a bit, turns into a Silent Hill hospital, but may mm-hmm. not have been a Silent Hill hospital. His actual wife, Sarah, well, his divorced wife, Sarah, comes in and is like, I still love you. Yep. Weird shit just kind of continues yeah, after he gets out. because it's like, I love you, but then that weird-ass voice goes, dream on. And then it just it just kind of adds, like, this weird... I, tension throughout the rest of the scene. I've been friends with you too long because my brain immediately went to dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucking music. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> um. Kind of weird shit just continues. Then, but his chiropractor finally comes, fixes his back from diving out of a car going forty miles an hour. Yeah. Because that's what chiropractors can do. Yep. His chiropractor basically says, "Well, there's two ways to look at hell. Well." Kind of, there is no hell. Yeah, it's more of a he's in a purgatory in a way. Yeah, so it's, it's a perspective thing. Yeah, where you're, if you let go of your life, then angels are saving you. But if you hold on to your life, then demons are tearing you apart. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and with this, he goes back to his ex-wife's house, but she isn't home. He sits around on the couch all day until he sees his. Oh, he also had a son in the past that died. Yeah, he sees his dead son and goes up the stair. The Stairway to Whiteness. And then we find out he was dead in the war the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this movie, um, I still really love just for, like, the imagery and, like, the, uh, just, you know, the psychological horror aspect of it. You all right, bud? I just kicked the chair. Oh, uh, did you hurt your toe? Yeah. Ouch. That's not fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, upon rewatching this movie... Oh, I'm fucking Easy everything Easy there, right Tiger. Now. My God. You step your toe, you're about to spill water all over the place. It's okay. There's no electro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no electronics over here or anything. Uh, Not that they know of. Well, <laughs> we have to be recording this somehow. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's on the table. Not necessarily, but now they know, so. No, it's half the bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, they, this movie's gone down a couple notches because it it's still... I still really like the atmosphere, and it's still really tense, and a lot of the scares do still get me. Because um, it's not really, like, a boo, like, scary, or like, oh my god, I'm so scared. It's more of just... It, it's more unnerving than anything, really. Yeah, there... This was my first viewing. We mentioned this at the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. I've seen weirder is kind of yeah. the problem. So my tolerance for all this stuff is, like... It's like, okay, sure, you have people with complete skin faces. Mm-hmm. Cool, I guess. Yeah. There are some unnerving moments, like the weird guy who shows up who's always twitching and doesn't yeah. have a lower body. Because Silent Hill did that. Like, one of the that was one of the things that, like, in Silent Hill 3, I think, like, there were monsters that crawled up on the grates, like, on the movie, and they're, like, uh-huh. their heads just went all over the place. Fun. Fucking creepy. Or even the opening in the subway where uh, yeah. Jacob has to dodge a train and 
at all the windows are people peering going, through. Like, yeah, right up against it. Yeah, right up against the glass to look at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's creepy. It's just, it's, it's not really, you know, it, it's just so simple. It's so simple, but so scary is the thing. <laughs> but the thing with the fear is it becomes kind of worthless to me when it's just like, oh, it was all a dream. Yeah, um... Do you want to talk about anything else, or do you want to get to that, like, right now? I think we can get to that right now, because it's, right. it's the elephant in the room, It honestly. really is the elephant in the room. Um, yeah, because the thing is, I don't know if this is, like, mandated by the studio or something, because it had the perfect place to end. If they... Because him and his son go up the stairs, clearly, obviously, the twist is they're, they've been dead the whole time. It's a pretty obvious twist. Or at least he died at some point. Yeah, but then, like, they go upstairs, and it fades to white. And you could have cut it right there, and it would have been fantastic. <laughs> But at the, but the thing is, they then cut back to Vietnam and they're like, oh, yep, he's dead. What was his name? Jacob Singer. And there's just like minute long thing at the end, which just kind of ruins it. I really. would have been fine wondering where he died. Yeah. I would have been like the way the movie was taught. The chiropractor at least was talking about death. Yeah. It's pretty obvious what the yes. symbol is supposed to be. Yeah. But when you were like, oh, literally everything you saw except the war footage, that was all a lie. Yeah, no, that was a little bullshit. Um, yeah, that that I I actually completely forgot about that because I had seen this movie once or twice before, but I completely forgot about that. Which that's just a little annoying because it's just leaving it more ambiguous would have been perfect, but nah. <laughs> Why were there all these scary monsters? Oh, it was all made up. It was all made up. So does that mean? I mean, it does end with a quote talking about how the military did do drug. That's. I did forget to mention that in the synopsis. Yeah. The reason they all have the same thing is because they're assuming they were drugged by the army with some experimental thing. It's basically and, Agent Orange or something. Oh, that's what happens before he goes to the hospital. He talks to Michael and he says, yes, I made, I made yeah. this hallucinogenic and you guys killed your own men. Yeah, it was basically platoon against platoon because the, <clears throat> the drug made them super aggressive and just want to kill the first thing that they see. So, and these are the side effects. Yeah. Yep. Pretty fucked. Um, and I know we did actually do that in the Vietnam War. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did before Vietnam. Oh we... yeah, I know we did beforehand. But like, <laughs> that was when all that kind of came to light was after Vietnam. I, I still love because this is an American thing, but Nazis made Yaba. Which is just... They're the ones that made Yaba. Yeah, it's called... Really? Na another word for Yaba is Nazi speed. Huh. And it's like meth, speed, hallucinogens, cocaine, uh, morphine. All in one. All, just this pill cocktail. And they would give it to soldiers so they'd stay up for 24 hours. But, you know, they're high as a fucking kite. Yeah. <laughs> so... Jesus Christ. Oh, I got to study that in a health class. It was great. <laughs> Because the thing about it, too, that kind of threw me off is I'm like, this was made in 1990. And you think, oh, well, Vietnam was in the 70s. It wasn't that a long time ago. But then I thought about it, it's like, not really. Because you got to think, he said it was, what, 74, 75 that his platoon was there. 75 yeah. to 85, 85 to 90. That's only 15 years. Yeah. And if he was in his, like, 20s when he was in Vietnam, he would have been in his 30s or 40s in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, sorry, I'm off topic again. You're fine. But I had a class for TV history. Mm -hmm. And... You don't realize you're used to a tone when talking about history mm. and what mindset that puts you in. Because my teacher was talking about how they worked on set for a late night talk show on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, 
how old were you? And then I realized, oh, wait, she's talking about the 2000s, which yeah. weren't, when I was taking a class, weren't even 20 years ago. Well, well yeah, well, that that and SNL's still fucking going. So yeah. it could have been any time between then. Well, no, she showed specific clips on oh, okay. when she was working there. Was That's like, awesome. I was just like, wow, she must be really old. Oh, wait, it's like... <laughs> it's 2000s, Or yeah. the late 890s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting, but... Um, yeah, that that just kind of ruined the whole... It, it brought it down a notch for me, basically. It brought it down a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was already just pre... I was okay on the movie, and then once that dropped, I was like, okay, up your... I don't yeah. hate it. No, it, it's just that ending bit is a little bit of a slap in the face. Yeah. At least it wasn't just one of those endings where, oh, everyone's dead. Everyone dies at the end. Twist. Oh, no. <laughs> that can sometimes work depending on what your movie's going for but a lot of the time it's just a cheap sort of mm-hmm. like life is miserable and everyone dies type ending edge 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 <laughs> oh, uh, also before we get to the good because the rest is positive it's just mm-hmm. another thing that I was I asked you about was okay so we understand why he saw his wife why he saw the person he worked at the post office with, because those were all people in his memory. Yes. But then he brings up a doctor that w- helped him in his platoon with PTSD. Who, how- who died. Yeah, who died in a car explosion as well. Yeah. But how would he have known about a doctor? How would he have made a doctor like that in his brain mm. if he hadn't gone home yet? Yeah, I have no idea. I guess it would make sense to kind of make it up, but... He had a visual idea. He, like, built this whole person yeah. up in his brain in the time that he was dead. Yeah, because, like, he specifically says, Oh, I've been working for him for... I've been coming here for years. I know what he, where his office is, what he looks like, and all that. And also, I'm happy he knew what technology looked like years after the war. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it supposed to take place in the 90s? I have no idea. It's, it, uh, it's, it's, it's really a little more ambiguous, isn't it? Well, it is years after the war. It's supposed to be years after the war, yes. It's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure on that one, good sir. Uh, it's just little things like that that bug me. Mm-hmm. No, I understand, so. <laughs> uh, now where to on, the, <sighs> on this crazy Silent yeah. Hilly journey? Well, again, I, I do love the effects in the movie, too. The effects are really clever for what it was, and especially because considering everything was done in camera. Yeah. There were no added special effects afterwards. Well, besides speeding up. But, yeah, that, that's it. So, yeah, how they, they, how they achieved that effect is they, um, like, shot it at a really super high frame rate, I guess. Mm-hmm. So when played back normally, it just looked like... Oh, it looked all shaky. Yeah, it was a... It's a, 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 a apparently, they call it... It's a classic, quote-unquote, body horror technique. Or no, it's a low frame rate. Sorry, it says when an actor's record shaking his head around a low frame rate resulting... Oh, yeah, because a higher frame rate yeah, would be slow-mo. Resulting in horrifically fast motion when played back. <laughs> which is still in camera. Yeah, which is still all in camera. But yeah, obviously they edited a little bit, but none, there were no added special effects later. So. Sorry, I, I clicked on trivia on the IMDb page I uh-huh. pulled up. The third one down is just all ads in the subway station were anti-drug ads. Thanks, IMDb. Thanks, I didn't no, have eyes. Really? <laughs> I think this movie really wants people to try drugs, though. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Good God. Yeah. 
But yeah, this I, I do love the effects and just the general atmosphere of the film is just really good and really unnerving, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I I was thinking throughout because this inspired Silent Hill yeah, very heavily, and you can clearly see why. So. Yeah, I especially the hospital scene. Oh yeah, that was the one main one. So, <laughs> which you want to know where they pay real homage to it <laughs> in the Silent Hill games? Because I know. Okay, I, I think I do too, but go It's on. the opening of Silent Hill Homecoming! Uh, Yay! <laughs> Your favorite game. I'm not looking forward to that one. When Cameron's Corner Episode 3 comes out. Where's Episode 2? That's also a very yeah, good question. I was going to say, wait, wait, I released Episode 2? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> when, when did I do that? Because, again, the problem is I have to get, like, a splitter to record PS3 footage, but that's beside the point. But... Get the Xbox version. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, it's good quality. <laughs> but for Cabela's game. Yeah, dude. Fucking. <laughs> anyway, off topic. Uh, man. Well, then again, I do also have to do Homecoming and Downpour. Oh, so. true. Did I get those for you on PS3? Oh. I think you got me Homecoming. Jarek got me Downpour. Yeah. So the only one I don't own is Origins for the PS2. That's the only one I don't own. <laughs> Everything else I own. What about the PSP version? It's the same thing. Oh, okay. It's literally just the game, PSP version was ported to PS2. So more reasons to never own a PSP. <laughs> anyway. Which I do, but... I mean, Why? Because it was back when it was popular, Justin. It was never popular. <laughs> I was not, but it's back when it came out. My parents got me one, and I, I blew my fucking mind, so excuse me. Because all I had before that was a Game Boy... So like the graph- you didn't play Nintendogs? No, I didn't have a DS. I never owned a DS. I played the- Nintendogs on my brother's DS, but I never owned Your a fucking DS. Fucking childhood just ruined. I mean, yeah. But like going from Game Boy to PSP, come on. Come on. Come on. No Nintendogs. It's ah! worthless. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> uh, the effects in the general atmosphere. You're saying something. You said like, oh yeah, uh, Homecoming, the opening directly plays homage to it. So. Yeah. That whole hospital scene is really unnerving and just fucked. Hell yeah. Just the monsters. and they I, I'm sure they got actual paraplegics, too, to, like, be really yeah. fucked up. <laughs> um, the fucking lamb head they use in the party oh, scene. Yeah, it's, it's so only in creepy. Cre- uh, because I know there's the debate in horror of, like, it, the less you show, the scarier it is. Mm-hmm. But there was a part of me that wanted to see more of the monster than the quick cuts it gives. Because mm-hmm. part of me was like, it looks like you put a lot of effort in. I want yeah. to see more of it and then be terrified. Yeah, because, well, because obviously the thing behind her, without a better way to put it, you know, fucking her. But, like, there was, like, the lizard thing that came out from underneath her and the wings behind her. I too, realize so. we have covered two things, but the tentacle-like thing that uh, tries to have sex with one of the characters... <sighs> There's been a lot more sexual assault than I think we've ever meant to put on there. My God. There's a fun... God. I want that on our first t-shirt. There was more (laughs) sexual assault in there than we intended. (laughs) Fucking hell. How did we do that? There's been a shocking amount of that Uh, in our podcast. (laughs) Because late Izzy Wright says, if you want to shock someone, add sexual assault. Yeah. It isn't real in this case. It's a... Yes. It's his brain fucking with him. 
<laughs> Technically, well, I mean, actually, yeah, that's 100% it's true. It's literally all the whole ba- movie basically is, is his brain fucking with him. Oh, also, right. it's called Jacob's Ladder because the drug was called Ladder. The drug was called Ladder. Which is a shit name for a drug, I gotta say. <laughs> well, I think I, I have the actual name of the drug that inspired it, and Ladder is a much easier term. Um, it should have been called Boner Rage. Boner Rage? Boner Rage. Yeah. It's It was known as Three Coincidental Bezilliate. Benzilate? B B N Benzilate. 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 Huh. Quinn use I don't even fucking Q U I N. Ladder it is. U C I no U C L I D I Y L. What the fuck? What is up with drugs having these long ass fucking names? There's two types of scientists, okay? Uh-huh. There's the ones that have the long, complicated yeah. names, and then there's the ones that are like, okay, I made a drug. It's called uh, drug. Yeah, pretty <laughs> there much. There we go. Because <laughs> like, I think it, I think it's literally just what the chemicals are, like three this this. Yeah. Which is a little, which is lazy, but at the same time, fuck off. <laughs> Tells you how to make it. There I you know go. it does, but still, yeah, the drug's called ladder, but. Um, the, the plot is actually fairly interesting because, like, I understand why they add the conspiracy thing in just to, uh-huh. you know, have something else there besides just weird shit happening for no reason. Yeah. So that made sense and that was actually really interesting. <laughs> I kind The film did make me realize, though, when it came to Silent Hill of, like, I was like, okay, what if Silent Hill did, what, did have all the weird stuff going on but there were people there? Yeah. I was like... Actually, that kind of takes away from the horror, because then everyone else seems like an idiot to the main character. It's like, I saw these demons, and they had skin for faces, and it's like, oh, you're just being dumb. (laughs) I fucking saw it! Yeah. Well, the thing about it it is Silent Hill took what this did and basically did it better, honestly. It did. It's one of those series that just added upon its initial inspirations. And it's like, especially... Because everyone knows Silent Hill 2, where, you know, you go to the town and the town influences what you see. And, like, the monsters that you, um, that are there are literally, um, manifestations of your subconscious. Or all your desires, all your fears, all your, you know, guilt in some cases. Wow, my Silent Hill would be kinky as hell. I know, right? (laughs) Well, it it is in a sense, too, because, like, those nurses are supposed to be, like, bondage or something like that. Because that represents James's subconscious desire to have sex because his wife was bedridden and he couldn't have sex with her. So, Spoilers. but, um, but yeah, in Silent Hill 3, expand on that too, where everyone saw something different. Cause like she said like, oh yeah, um, Heather says something like, you know, oh, like the monsters and the one guy says, oh, is that what you see them as? It's like, that's, oh, that's always worrying. Isn't it? <laughs> so it's he like, says he's joking right afterwards, yeah. but I don't trust him. I don't trust. Oh, he's a fucking creepazoid. My God. But yeah, fucking yeah. Cause it's like, he, for all we know, Heather could just be going around killing random people. And that's why she's just reacts with, <gasps> Just literally, just like that. Sorry, I'm immediately thinking of Postal 2, Apocalyptic uh-huh. Weekend. It's like, knowing my luck, that was probably an elderly nun or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just, it, it did the themes, it did the thing so much better, just honestly. It, it took from the scenes that were best, which were the subway scene and the hospital yes. scene, where he's alone. Yes, exactly. Because that's the whole thing about Silent Hill as well, is, you know, it's, it's very much fear of you're isolated it's not like resident evil where you keep running into people you just you're mostly by yourself i have a curiosity what would have happened if he died if who died jacob if he got hit by one of those cars or the subway what would have happened yeah i was gonna say would that have just ended or what does so. that mean he goes to hell or is it 
just he would always survive until he... I think it's just he being a loop type thing. Yeah, I'd probably be. He'd always survive until he... Like, some always... Because, you know, he falls out of a moving fucking vehicle at 40 miles an hour, and he somehow survives it. But I think it just, like, he'd keep surviving until he finally finds peace and dies. Oh, it's that one theory about death I heard where you can't actually die... Oh you, yeah, we're like you the keep world. jumping to alternate universes where you survive, but you can't prove it because you survive for logical reasons. Yes, yes, that's that is a very interesting thing. Do not try that because again, you can't prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, so that's good. The effects are good. The atmosphere is good. The characters, all the actors do a great job. Yeah, everyone honestly. does a great job except for Jez being really. She's like carrying one man, and then it's like, yeah. you're being such an ass. Motherfucker, I almost died like two minutes yeah. ago. It's like he, he runs a super high temperature. It's like 106 degrees. And like he's reading about like demonology and shit just because, you know. It was he, apparently two weeks later type Yeah, thing. and like he pushes her because he like he sees her as a demon or something. And she's like, you fucking ass, I'm done with this. And it's like, he has PTSD and just had his brain fried. Yeah. Of course he's not going to be 100% sane. I, and I mean, if they were going with the whole, like, she's acting mean because she's worried about him type deal, it didn't work. <laughs> or maybe it's the demons tearing his Ooh. life apart. <laughs> I have a feeling someone would go with that reasoning of like, oh, it's st- it's supposed to be his life is going to hell. Mm-hmm. no matter. So even when she does help him, it always goes bad some way. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, everything else about it was yeah I, it was just a solid movie up up until the end really yeah <laughs> that was kind of what ruined it <laughs> also for anyone who's seen the movie it's fun to look on imdb because the poster is literally the end of the movie <laughs> where he walks with his son up the stairs into the white light that's what the poster is thanks his son macaulay culkin yep played by we thought it was macaulay culkin because it looked just like him it turns out it was macaulay culkin he was just uncredited in the movie yeah i think i have to say this was shot at least two years before home alone even though they came out the same year. yeah because well either that or they just did a good job with makeup looking at keeping him looking young i don't know <laughs> no he's too short he's taller in home mm, alone that so. is true Unless they just shot him short. Well, actually, no, because he's with Tim Robbins. Yeah, he stands next to him. Yeah. I also love that about Jez, that uh, Jacob is like a foot taller than her. Yeah, she's not a tall person. (laughs) I just, I don't know, I find that funny. It's kind of cute in a way. Actually, how tall, how tall, how how tall. Thanks, Brain. If his uh, ID was anything to say, he's six foot. Yeah, Yeah, is is that what his ID said? Um, Or I might be confusing that with enemy. No, Tim Robbins is apparently six foot five. He's not a short person. Tim, he's taller than me. And maybe McCall Culkin wasn't. So maybe McCall Culkin was the same age. He's just a tall person. So I have to dig into that to yeah. find out. Yeah, he's six foot five. So what time are we out, Curiosity? Uh we are at twenty six twenty. Add the ten minutes or so from the last episode. It's mm. just normal length. Well, no, we usually go for 30. Well, it's shorter, but that's fine. There's not really much else to talk about. Yeah, I can uh, definitely see the inspirations. I can definitely see why this was a hit, and I can definitely see actually why... Actually, it wasn't. It did bad at the box office. Well, <laughs> I can see why the people who did see it loved it, because, you know, it came out in 1990, a time when psychological thrillers weren't even, you know, a thing. thing. They weren't even that big of a thing. Or, like, maybe they were existed, but, you know, normal horror, like, slashers and stuff were way more popular than this. Um, so I can see why it stood out in a lot of people's minds. Actually, yeah, horror was just kind of dying at that yeah. point because of the slasher overdose and all that jazz. 
is. So an actual good horror movie coming out around that time probably made it stand out. And also so. making fun of Vietnam, which is just always exactly. fun Exactly, yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely still a really solid movie. I, I still definitely highly recommend it if you're into psychological horror, especially if you're a Silent Hill fan like I am, I'd definitely check it out. But, um, yeah, because when I first saw it, it was definitely an easy 7 out of 10 but upon second viewing of that ending, it's just it's a six out of ten for me. <laughs> um, bleh. sorry, my brain stopped. <laughs> You're fine because I was saying up the wheel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, I I'm very middle ground because I watch a bunch of weird indie movies, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of jaded to something. Well, that's fair, but it's like you. Can I s- can respect yeah. from when it came out, and I understand why people enjoy it. But for me, I I don't want to sound pretentious and be like, my taste is far past this. It's just, I I enjoy weirder. Yeah. It's just, it's it's something you can see and respect, but it's it's been done yeah, probably better since then, honestly. Since then, it's been done. But even just Silent Hill, the game, oh, like yeah. we said, it was done better. Yeah, it's just, it's been outdone since then, but it's definitely still a solid movie solid psychological thriller just don't go in expecting like super trippy or super weird like people probably build it up way too much yeah as i think the main thing of being like oh it inspired silent hill it's a cold classic type deal it's like that sets a really high bar for what it's going to be and that it's like oh okay (laughs) it's one of those things like in your mind it's like holy shit silent hill it's one of the scariest games i ever played this must be really good but (laughs) But no, it's definitely one you can look at and appreciate and see. You can absolutely tell where the influences came from. I, I still love it, but it's it's gone down because of that ending. Six of ten is what I give it. <laughs> I say five out of ten, but that's me. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Wait, okay, before someone's like, wow, just average? No, that rain for me is that I'm not exactly going to go around saying, yeah, you should go see Jacob's Lair, but I'm, not, I'm also not going to say, no, don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if it's brought up, it's like, yeah, you can watch it. It's fine. Yeah, if you're interested, go ahead. Just don't expect anything amazing. <laughs> Anyway, so without 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 further ado, we're gonna we're gonna do the wheel thing. Yeah, this is because uh, we're still on the normal second wheel for two more spins, counting this one. Yep. Spin, spin. Fucking damn it, Quiet. Yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> It's quiet, ladies and gentlemen. God damn it. We can stop in the middle and take a break. I Justin. know, it's just three hours. <laughs> and and this is part of the J horror section, which <laughs> yep. we started with Kironeko, so Nah, I didn't get off to a good start. Um <laughs> It's like starting off your walk by stepping on a landmine. Mm-hmm. But the landmine doesn't even explode, it just goes <laughs> just So yeah. Um, which again, seeing Quiden just makes me really worried about Onibaba. You mean uh, Kiruneko? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Seeing Kiruneko makes me really worried about Onibaba because it was the same director. Yeah. And I saw people comparing the film, so I was like, oh no. Yeah. So we will see. But that was Jacob's Ladder. Stay tuned. Ah, nice voice crack, me. That was Jacob's Ladder. Stay tuned for. I think Invader Zim. Invader is next. Zim. Yeah, will be the next one. Then after that, we will do. However, we cup Invader Zim. Yeah. However we do that, see by season or whatever, but yeah. Otherwise, so. it's just two episodes, and it's the whole show and the movie. Yep. So next will be Bears Zim, and after that, quiet, and stay tuned, and thank you, everybody, for listening to this. We appreciate you. <laughs> thank you so much for watching this episode of Cinema Roulette. 
if you want to follow our hosts. Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at CameronPicksInc on Twitter. You can watch the video version of the podcast. Sometimes you actually get to see our host faces at CamCam on YouTube, or just look up Cinema Roulette Podcast. Thank you so much to Teller's Place for their artwork that we use mainly in the YouTube version and you can kind of see on the podcast version. If you enjoyed the show, please consider either subscribing to it or rating us on whatever podcast app you use. That would be cool of you.